Welcome to Intuitive Art Sales. This is the show where I, Jessica Craddock, am going to teach you how to source your art marketing from within. You're going to practice claiming that authentic art business that you want and leading it the most natural way for you to get there. You're going to learn to get connected to your intuition, your confidence, and your community so that you can sell your art consistently while holding strong boundaries on your work-life balance. Welcome back to Intuitive Art Sales. I'm here with Grace Lane Smith, who is an artist, writer, and mental health advocate. Her work recently has, and by recently, I mean like the past two years, has been exploring the Atlantic Ocean as a tool to explore how different emotions have a place at the table. Her day job is being a digital communications specialist in mental health, which ties in very nicely. And she's finding this beautiful convergence in her life where her love of writing is combining with her visual art practice, as well as that mental health aspect. So it's kind of all coming together a little bit. I love it when that happens. I really feel like the more things you bring to the table is often very intimidating because it's like, it feels segmented. But when you can start to find kind of that overarching theme about what you care about and how you're exploring all of these different, let's call them mediums, within that, you start to create your own little beautiful niche. And I love that part. I love when that happens so much. So Grace. Hi. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm okay. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm very happy to have you. So you were telling me about how you are starting to write an ebook about mental health as an opt-in. And I think you were about to get to some questions that you had. And I cut you off because I was like, wait, 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 we have to wait until until I've done my introduction, and then you can ask me all the questions you want. So do you want to rewind just a bit and tell us a little bit about the ebook that you've been writing, and then kind of where you're trying to go and what problems you're having? Yeah, so this ebook kind of grew into a much bigger project than I expected it to be. I was only going to you know, do up a few pages as an opt-in, but the more I wrote, the more I had to say, I suppose, just from talking to different people, um, not intentionally talking about burnout, but in casual conversations, hearing similar themes come up, you know, like not being able to rest because people didn't feel like they deserved it, you know, feeling like an imposter and, not really diving too deeply into burnout because from what I gathered, it's not talked about very much. Like we know it exists, but there's still a certain stigma around it. Like, why can't I pull it together? Yeah. And I, I know this pretty well myself too, so I'm not immune to it. You know, just like hearing these common themes and people seemingly quite alone in their struggle with it. So I've been through burnout quite a few times myself. And the most recent time, I didn't realize it was burnout. You'd think after experiencing it several times, I would pick up on it. And it wasn't until somebody pointed it out that 
I realized they were right, but it took months before I realized they were right. There was some resistance there. So anyways, I just completed a podcast interview with somebody else who a lot of what she has to say has to be around burnout. And so we talked you a can lot name about her. that. That's Victoria Hines from the Empowered oh, cool. Creative Podcast. Yes, yeah, she's quite lovely. And she has a lot of very good actionable tips. So she asked for a freebie and I thought, I don't really have anything to offer. I thought about it. Anyways, this project grew out of it and poured a bit of my heart into it and included some perspectives I hope are helpful and some actionable points for people to try. Full disclaimer, I am not a professional, <laughs> so take what you will from it. The whole point of this little book is so people can feel less alone and you know know that there are other people who are dealing with this as well and if they can take a tool or two away from this ebook then then great and if that doesn't work then try a different tool you know yeah stuff out there for you it can feel very isolating i i don't think anyone is immune to burnout i think you probably learn like you said, tools to deal with it and get through it faster and make it happen less often and maybe even make it less severe. In my experience, I don't know that it ever completely goes away. I myself experience burnout or something that feels like burnout. I think about it more like my energy cycle just goes round and round. And at some point on that cycle is something that feels like burnout where I just don't want to do anything. And I want to sit there for a little bit. And I want to binge watch some crappy TV for a couple days and not feel guilty about it. Sometimes I'm able to do that. Sometimes I'm not. But it's hard to talk about it. It does feel like you're almost kind of letting yourself down a little bit, even though I have learned it's just part of the process. And I have to go through some shape or form of it in order to go out the other side over and over. So that's fun. <laughs> but I would love to read your ebook when you're done with it. Great. I do talk about energy cycles in the ebook because it is important to recognize when you're needing downtime because the more you fight it without downtime, usually the worse it gets. Yeah. And then we have this whole culture saying, do more, do more, hurry up, get it done. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of self-shame in there. So Right. So you are writing this ebook as a tool to help people feel less alone. How does it relate back to your art? I know the answer, but I want to hear you say it. Yeah. So, you know, from working with you, I identified, really dug in deep to what my art is about. And I've been painting the ocean, specifically the Atlantic Ocean for seven years. And I was painting water before that amongst other things, but specifically the Atlantic Ocean for the last seven years. And it keeps developing. Really asking why does this matter has been a really tough question because I, I could just paint it because it's pretty Right. But that's not really enough of uh, motivation to keep going. One of the things that you and I discovered together that's important to me is seeing the changes in the seasons and the changes in the days, and how the ocean looks different 
how that relates back to how as people we experience changes we experience the highs and the lows as well and that's okay you're still you at the end of the day if that makes yeah. sense and you know just generally the feedback to my art has been oh it's so peaceful it's so calm there's a little part of me that resists that a little bit because yes sometimes my work goes for that but i don't feel peaceful and calm all the time yeah you know like as humans, we have a whole gamut of emotions. And so I feel like the natural world shows us that as well. Like it doesn't fit into this pretty little box. Like sometimes it's stormy and sometimes that's how I feel. You know, a lot of the time that's how I feel. I, I feel conflicted. I feel confused and I, I feel angry sometimes. And all emotions have a place at the table. You can't just say some emotions are acceptable and the rest you put in a box and pretend they don't exist. Like that's a recipe for disaster, you know, like that's, it will show up in other ways. That's not mm -hmm. necessarily healthy. So I think in a way that's sort of what ties back into this book. Like burnout is just one part of the emotional experience. It's not the whole thing, of course. I really love the phrase that you just said, which is all emotions have a place at the table. I know that that's something that you've kind of realized lately is something that's important to you. And I feel like you've really taken that and are running with it. And I really relate to that message. So I just wanted to say thank you for exploring that through your writing, through your art, so that people like me can experience it through someone else's eyes. I think it's great. Oh, thanks, Jessica. You know, I had a lot of support from you to dig down deep to figure that out. So I am very thankful to for your insights and push. <laughs> I'm so happy to do it. That is something that I adore and love. But back to you, like, this is a problem solving podcast. So mm. I want to help you with something. And it seemed like perhaps that thing might be, I've bitten off more than I can chew with this ebook, even though I feel really passionate about it. How do I execute it? How do I bring it to reality? Is there a certain thing that you want to explore around that? Are we going the right direction? Yeah, let's, let's explore. Okay, tell me what's happening. So the ebook itself is almost complete. I have reached a point where the written material is all done. I just need to read over it, you know, one final edit and get all the visuals and illustrations tucked away in there, set it up, send it out, promote it, share it. Mm -hmm. I recently started breaking down my tasks into really tiny little tasks. Teeny cool. tiny little tasks. I discovered an app called the Todoist. You might have heard of it before. I have. I've used it. Yeah. And it's really been helpful in breaking things down into really tiny, tiny, tiny tasks. <laughs> and I realized, okay, this is helpful. But also all the other projects that I volunteered myself for, they all have all these teeny tiny little hundreds of tasks. And I only have so much time. I only have so much energy. And to top it all off, December is off the table for me. I've completely com 
committed to a family thing. And December is a huge time for artists to get their work out there. And, you know, like it, it's a big time for sales, right? I realized, oh no, I've, I've overcommitted because I'm headed I to so burnout. Yes. <laughs> I, the irony was not lost on me. <laughs> the irony has not been lost on me. But this tends to happen a lot where I get really excited about different projects and then I get paralyzed at the completion stage because mm -hmm. I hit a wall, you know, I hit a wall and I'm like, I have way too many things on the go and I want to do them all equally well. I've already taken some things off my plate. There's like an art course that I've had to say to the instructor, I will come back in January. There is, I just can't do this justice right now. And a couple of other things that I had to take off my plate because mm -hmm just can't do it all. So what is left on your plate? Ebook, finalization, and promotion. What else? I have these little ocean paintings that I am completing and putting it out there. And I really, you know, accepted that there are parts of this whole collection that I won't be able to get around to finishing right now because everything just took longer than I had time for and energy for. Mm -hmm. That's okay. So but we're at, if we had to, to say the finish line is 100%, where are we in that collection creation percentage? The actual creation part, I'm pretty close. Like, I need to do some sanding. I need to do some assembling. But the actual painting part, it's good. So uh, 85? Like yeah, yeah. But not large pieces. I don't have any large pieces to go with this. Um, Are we okay with that? Yeah, I have to be. I don't have time. Great. I, I don't have energy. I don't have time. And I have another ebook. It's more of a guide rather than an ebook with designers. And I've said, honestly, let's release it in January because the push for holiday sales, people's inboxes are going to be inundated and mm -hmm. I don't want it to get lost. So it's more of a collaboration, more aligned people find you type of activity. Yeah. It's just something fun that I want to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what else? Is there anything? I mean, that's still a lot. Is there anything else? The promotion piece really intimidates me. Of the um, collection? Everything. Everything. Yeah. The like getting all the promotion parts done. I don't have time. Like December is coming up. So that part kind of intimidates me. Today's November 8th. So we've got three weeks. <laughs> Yay. Yes. This book has to go out next week. So. The ebook has to go out next week? Yes. I, yes. Tell so me why. Why does be... it have to go out next week? Well, because my podcast interview goes out <sighs> next week. If that timeline is still accurate. Well, I need to move along with the the guide, the designer's guide. So am I more of a writer than an artist? Are you? This is a good question. I feel like I'm so in deep now. <laughs> okay. All right. Again, then the we've... book is almost done. I just need to get the visuals right. figured out and then create a web page, put it up, do some writing for the web page. <laughs> Do you remember the Momentum Boosters? Yeah. I mean, you don't have to, like, 
list them off, but you know what I'm referring to. Yeah. Do you have a favorite? I was just about to say my favorite is probably the easy button. Okay. Your mantra for the month, the whole month, is easy button. I think my mantra ever since I started working with you is the easy button. But I still tend to make things way too difficult. Right. Which is why it is a mantra. We keep trying. It's like meditating. Like, I'm going to sit down and meditate every day for five minutes. And about 30 seconds in, my mind starts going, and I know the point of meditating is to notice that and bring my mind back. So I have to keep reminding myself over and over. You don't have to be completely quiet. You just have to notice and bring it back. Notice. Does that mean I remember that every single? No. But I keep telling myself, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. You're doing the same thing. Easy button, easy button, easy button. I don't want to crap on your system because you just said it's really working for you. But I'm questioning if it's really working for you. Because you are taking a big task. You're breaking it down into a million pieces. Thinking, how would I want this to look? I want to make it great. That means I need a web page. I need a this. I need a that. I need to write this. I need to do that. And then you're writing all these tasks down and then it's feeling very overwhelming to the point where we're having trouble getting past that 85% completion mark. So what if we keep going back to easy button, easy button, easy button. I don't have to write a whole web page. I can put a sign up form in my bio link or on the front of my website or I can make a page, but I'm just going to write a header and I'm going to connect it. And then down the line, we can perfect it when we have the space and the time and the energy and the desire. And maybe we never have the time or space or energy or desire to go back and make it 100%, but that's okay. Hmm. If we can get it 70% of the way where it's good enough, it's acceptable, I did it in the simplest way I could. Check all the other tasks off for later. Just cross them off. Can we do that? Yeah. Talking me down so it feels less scary. Good. Okay. So we've got ebook finalization and promotion. What if we also put off the promotion of it? That's yeah. not your top priority right now. Yeah, yeah. you want to get it out so that Victoria has something to share with her readers, but you're almost done with it. You could even do it without visuals and go back and add those later, but I'm not going to ask you to do that because you're an artist. (laughs) That seems like too far of an ask. So we're going to add some pretty pictures in there, probably of your art, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. And and graphics. And then we're going to mark that whole task done for now. I like the idea of promoting it later. This actually probably is in line with a bunch of other things that I need to promote, like an artist's guest takeover blog for mm-hmm. my gallery. I have not, not really promoted that either because I just see this huge list of things I should be promoting in my head, and then I get paralyzed and pick something that feels a little bit more important to work on, like my book, because it's substantial. 
So here's my proposal for you. We take all those promo-y things that I need to promote and January becomes, here's all these cool things you can come get from me. And that like is the that. focus of your January content, newsletters, social media, all the things. Okay. We're just going to throw those in a bucket over there. Okay. You don't think it's too random? It's a new year. I want to share. Here's a bunch of cool things. And maybe one week is one. One week is another. One week is the next. Okay. I like having that flexibility. I know you did a a little reel recently about, what was it? I mean, you do lots of excellent reels. People should follow you. Follow huh, Jessica. Thanks. excellent <laughs> reels. But this particular one was about treating your social media as sort of like an experiment. Mm. And one post does not have to tell everything. Yeah. I like that. I think it's a that great mindset shift that I've been using for myself as well. And it's it's just such a weight off. Mm -hmm. Instead of this post has to do well because I want to sell this thing. Ugh. Hey there, lovely listeners of Intuitive Art Sales. It's Jessica Craddock, your guide to navigating the exciting world of marketing from an authentic place. I have a special request for you. I have shared tips and insights and stories on how to connect with your intuition, boost your confidence, nurture your community, and maintain those all-important boundaries to create a fulfilling work-life balance. And the amount of support you have shown me is incredible, and your feedback is invaluable. So here's the ask. Would you please take just a few moments to leave a rating and a review for Intuitive Art Sales? You can share your thoughts, your breakthroughs, or simply why you love tuning in. It is this little small action that can have a big impact on artists worldwide, just like you. And I also want to say thank you for being a part of this family and for helping me find others who need help on their creative path. Your unique voice matters, and together we're making the world a more inspired and vibrant place. So with so much gratitude, thank you for rating and reviewing us on your favorite podcast platform. It means the world to me. Okay, so back to what we're looking at here, which is ebook finalization. You've got about 15% more. I guessed that. I don't know if that's right. Mm -hmm. And promotion is off the table. That's a huge weight off. Great. We're still going to do it. We're not putting it off. We're just sticking it into the monthly rotation. So January's visibility. Why not invite all of these people into your space with these cool things? Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then ocean paintings. We're about 85% done with those. So about half your time. You're spending finalizing this ebook and making some beautiful artwork. Easy breezy flowy. Yes, no? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I should also be making headway with my designer guide too. Uh, Can we so put that... that down? If you really need to make headway, I know you said December is off. Yes. But December could be brainstorming, planning, thinking. Using that as your 
Yeah, like Spacious. I have a big chunk of it done. Okay. Sorry to jump in. Um, I okay. created a questionnaire for my collaborators, and one person has completely completed her section already, and I have questions for my Those people. address. I know, I love them. <laughs> uh, I have Who are they? Questions for myself to address. So I just need to really like just sit down and hammer it out and then start assembling it together. And, mm -hmm. you know, actually doing this book has been helpful in realizing all the little tasks to do. So it's like almost a checklist for my mm -hmm. next project. Like a standard operating procedure, which is my favorite thing. Exactly. Yes. So... I just didn't want to come sit down in front of my computer in January and panic because I have not made sufficient headway. <laughs> okay, so I'm not saying take it completely off, but I am saying you just created this collection. It's mm -hmm. almost done. You've got three weeks left to promote it. So in my mind, that needs to be the priority. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It it does need to be the priority. <laughs> How can I help with that? You said promoting intimidates you. Yeah, like, you know, in my day job, I am pretty good at scheduling things ahead of time. I know how all this stuff works, right? Like consistency builds trust and creating content. Like I can do that. But when it comes to my own work, it's like this whole other ball game. And yeah, guess, it's more personal. I get really stuck. It is more personal, you know, like, how come I just can't get it together? And I just hit a wall. Where are you going to get stuck? I mean, I, I know that you know all the shoulds, but when you say I get stuck around promoting my work, is it a mindset stuck? Is it a strategy stuck? Like, where's the stuck? There are a few things going on here. Um, one is I just hit a wall sometimes. Like mm -hmm. I sit down, I'm ready to work. I've planned it out and I can't. Yeah. And it sounds scary admitting this on, on a live podcast, but I, I did that yesterday. You, you admitted something on a live podcast? Is what no, I, I sat down to work and I couldn't. Okay. So you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I've come to recognize this as probably just a brain thing. So mm -hmm. I'm way less hard on myself than before. The critical voices have significantly been checked at the door since I realized this. And sometimes I can hyper-focus. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily based on my schedule and not necessarily based on what I need to be hyper-focusing at the time. Yeah. And, you know, I can spend an entire day panicking, paralyzed that I have all this stuff that I need to get done, feeling like I'm going to let people down because I can't follow through. And then it's late at night and finally I'm like, just get something done. And I start working, but I'm exhausted because I spent the whole day being completely paralyzed. Mm hmm. So I'm not sure how helpful this is, like, in terms I, I of feel talking you. to a business coach. Yeah. And this is probably something that I need to be talking to a medical professional about. But probably, but also. But also, it hinders me from completing an entire huge collection 
and getting it out there. Like, this is a very real problem. So, you know, I have to dial back some of the things that I've expected and wrote down, this is what will be done and dial it back. But that this is one area where I get stuck over and over again. So I don't know that I can solve this whole problem. No, I, what I don't I expect you to. It's not I know fair. you don't. <laughs> I know you don't. Fair. But what I can say is let's try a tool to solve getting the ocean paintings promoted. I learned it yesterday. <laughs> so now you can teach it. Exactly. And I used it yesterday and I got okay. my thing done that I was paralyzed all day to do. The thing was a grant for Southwest Colorado small businesses. That's super cool. And I was like, why would you not apply for that? It's only a couple of questions. And I would just sit there. So what I did was I forgave myself for not doing the hour that I had blocked on my calendar for doing the grant. Because yeah. I could have just sat there like I could have really done that, and I did not. I scrolled Instagram on ADHD love instead. That's what I did. No joke. And guess what? They did you feel better. No, they taught me something. It's they do this thing called body doubling, which I have never heard of before. Have you heard of it? Only when I was on their account, but I Funny. thought that was only in relation to their app about house chores. They do have an app about house chores with body doubling and I downloaded it. But what I did was took that idea away. And when my husband got home, I went and sat down at the table and brought my computer. And I said, I need you to be in the room while I write this grant because I might need your help. Mm -hmm. And then I started writing. Having him there as like a physical support system, even though I didn't want him to talk to me and I didn't want him to touch me. I just wanted him there. Mm -hmm. I got the whole thing done and sent it off last night. Good for you. I just want to take a second here to recognize how hard filling in forms can be. And you did it. And <laughs> the more we stare at it, the harder it gets. And you did it. So good for you. I hope you're Thank proud you. of yourself. I am proud. I got to check it off. That was one of my three big things to do for the week, and I did it. While, like I said, I can't solve this whole problem, I do think that you should explore talking to someone about that. But we do you have a plan for promotion yet? Have you written it down? Yeah, I wrote it down. It's not going to happen. I have a promotion plan. Mm -hmm. For how many social posts, how many newsletters I need to write, all the different things I need to do. And I worked backwards from my last day of, that I can do this in 2023. Which is? I did write this down by week. Okay. I worked backwards. But I don't think I'll be able to do all of that. It might be a little bit more than what... Yes. I can actually do in real life. <laughs> Let's be real honest and vulnerable on my side for a minute. I have made a hundred of those plans and they make me freaking paralyzed. I cannot execute that way. Just can't. Yeah. And we start out with 
you know, really solid plans. Right. Really They're great plans. Solid, so solid. <laughs> so can we do two things? One, we're going to really implement the body doubling with your husband. Say, I have to promote my paintings. I need you to be in the room with me so I can do it. And see if that works for you. It might, it might not. But I have a feeling it might. I'm just going to write this down. Yes, write it down. And then the second part of this is you're going to take that plan, that very well-intentioned, very well-structured, beautiful, solid plan, and you're going to throw it out the window. I think I have to. <laughs> you have to. Okay. Let's make a new plan. One that okay. has structure but flexible because I think you are very much like me and if you are not inspired to do something you can't do the hyper focus thing yes this is something I would do want to talk about I don't know if we have time for it but I do want to like pick your brain a little bit about that. okay let's see if we have time but first of all what is the structure that we are creating let me ask you first off what do you think has the most impact when you release a collection for you. What do you mean? What leads to the most sales? Well, it's not reliable, but mm -hmm. yeah, this is not a reliable. We're going to make it more reliable by exploring it more. Okay. So go ahead and just say it. I have some people who have connected to me as a person, like friends and into my writing and just having seen the work over time like they buy it or through a magazine you know if my work has been in a magazine I, or some other avenue I tend to get a few sales there I've also been thinking a lot about I know in art price is only one factor I absolutely know that I've also been really sensitive to what what some of the needs are from my audience whether they're on my mailing list or not and I know, like, I want to have something that everyone can afford, you know? Yeah. Like, I know price is not the only thing. And I've talked, I have friends who are artists that sell things for 15K and up. And they're like, oh, Grace, like, you know, you should be pricing this way, da, 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 da. And I agree on an art level, but I also am sensitive to what my audience can do. And I know sometimes they make the big leap and they're like, I love this. I've been following it for over a year. I am going to go for that. But that's not always super consistent for me either. And this is a really long way for me to answer your question in that I'm still figuring it out. And I've been selling art and promoting art for, I don't know, like nine years maybe. And part of me is like, why well, haven't I figured it out? What's my sweet spot, you know? But I'm still figuring it out. <laughs> That's okay. It changes. It seems Can we normalize that figuring it out is a process? Yeah, I've learned that figuring it out is as much learning how to do the thing, you know, like working Instagram, uh, setting up your website, all that stuff. It's as much that as it is understanding how you operate as a person. Mm -hmm. And it's both. 
Yeah. Like these energy walls that I hit, for example, like beating myself up over it makes it worse. So I might as well lean into it instead of work against it. Okay. So I asked you what has worked the best for you so far in terms of sales magazines, people I know time were the answers that I heard. Yeah, I think time is, a, is probably a big one. So I'm going to ask you a different question now, okay. which is when you have promoted work in the past, has there been anything you enjoyed? To be honest, usually by the time I get to promoting, I'm so exhausted. Are you exhausted now? I'm pretty tired because I run like you, I think I run really hard on inspiration. Okay, so (laughs) what I wrote down for what's worked, magazine, people I know, time, what I've written down for what's worked to enjoy it was just simply inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? You're probably right. I've made it too difficult. I did not factor time in. I did not factor in inspiration, but Uh those are really key. They're kind of like the key. Yeah. For you too? In order for me to be able to do something big, no, I take that back. The big things that I choose are based on inspiration. I do put some structure it, like around that. Like, what do I want to do to get in front of more people right now? What do mm-hmm. I want to do to nurture more? But I let inspiration kind of be that guide mm-hmm. inside of the structure. If we're thinking about the things that need to happen inside of this promotion, we could say next week this, the week after that this, the week after that this, like this is the focus. This is where I want to find inspiration in. And then I'm going to let myself go and go do those things. So it's like a game almost. Yeah. Kind of like a game. What needs to happen in order for you to better promote your collection. I'm not really talking about tasks. I'm talking about, actually, let me just do it with you. People need to know that you're releasing a collection, right? I think people sort of already know. But do they really? Probably not. Probably not. We're always going to assume they don't know even if we've been talking about it for six months. Yeah. Are you doing like, it drops on this day? No. When is it for sale? This month. (laughs) The correct answer is now. It's for sale now. So what I'm writing (laughs) is November 8th is today. So we're actually backing it up a couple days. So November 8th through 18th, finishing is the theme and the purpose. Okay. Finishing, meaning I'm sanding, I'm hanging, I'm telling people I'm finishing, I'm telling people I'm sanding, I'm finding ways to share that feel fun for me right now. Okay. Okay? I can do that. I actually have recorded maybe 50 videos, little clips. What? Okay, so you have so much. Yeah, that's okay. We're going to pull from those because we've already, we've got, we've got Um, support. Like we're not starting from scratch. 
So far, our structure includes finishing. Then we have November 19th through 25th. And then you said, actually, let's just scratch that because then there's only like five more days. And you said you're ending a couple days early. So what's the last day you want to ship anything out? I am really flexible with this. I'm okay to ship stuff out in January. People might not be okay with that, but I'm okay with shipping stuff in January. Yeah. So our purpose of November 19th through 29th is it's available and shop closes 29th. Okay. Yeah. Like I just feel like I can't compete with Black Friday and holiday sales since I lose a month. So I'm okay doing some of this promotion in January as well. All right. So with the exception of November 24th, our structure is talk about finishing and talk about available work. Now, the thing that most people do when they're doing sales content is it's just this is available. I want you to go beyond that and say, how can I make this fun for me? So it's not just an informative thing. Maybe that means you're scrolling through other reels and you find one you like and you copy it every day. You see if you can recreate it and put your art in there somehow. I don't know. That's just the first thing that popped in my head. But like, what does Grace want to do? Maybe she wants to do a lot of writing. Maybe that means we're not doing so many reels. We're doing lots of newsletters because I have some things I want to say about the holidays and burnout and also here's some art and it's for sale that might be more doable yeah i I think there is a lot around the this is what's for sale and shop closes because there's that time sensitivity piece Mm -hmm. i don't think i can really use that i do think that it's important to inform them of that i would at least as a Very minimum. Like, just make whatever content you're going to make and then put a a little white, let's say you're making a reel, put a little white bar on the bottom that's not even that big and say, art shop closes November, whatever. But that doesn't have to be what it's about. We're just throwing that in there as a FYI. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I think people need to know that too. (laughs) That's a really easy way to do it. Last thing I want to say the ebook, the mental health, like that is the first thing that you came in talking about. So if we can just take what we're already fixated on and use it to promote our art instead of coming up with a whole nother thing to fixate on and then jump back and forth between the two, I think it's going to be easy. Yeah. And launch with inspiration. You know what? I'm going to write that in big letters. Yeah. All right. So, Grace, where do people find you and your freebie, which will be out by the time this podcast releases? So, my website is www.gracelanesmithart.com. And that's G-R-A-C-E-L-A-N-E-S-M-I-T-H art.com. Okay. Let's do Instagram, too. Grace Lane Smith art. It's that simple. Same thing. I like DMs. 
and I like emails. So message. You know, message, message for that personal touch and if something resonates, let's get in touch. Perfect. Yeah. You're really good at solving those not typical problems. So I appreciate that. Well, thank you. I like the conversation and seeing where it goes and pulling out the problems. Mm -hmm. So uh, now we're going to plug. So even if <laughs> you don't know what you want to talk about, you should apply to be on my podcast because I want to help you. So go apply. Yeah. Thanks so much, Jessica. I appreciate it. You're welcome. It. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't yet, be sure to hit subscribe so that you can get new episodes loaded straight onto your phone as soon as they're ready. And as an added bonus, when you subscribe, it helps other artists find this advice so we can learn how to make our art more valuable as a community. What could be better than that? And be sure to say hello and let me know you've been listening over on Instagram. My handle is at artistmarketcup. I would love to hear from you.